Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800 It's another live edition of Titillating Sports, and I'm going to talk like this the entire show. Just playing. I'm Rick Tittle. What's up, y'all? Hey, what's up, man? Years ago, there was a guy named Marty Lyons. He used to be on, I think he might still be on Channel 4 out here. And he was a professor at San Francisco State, and he was making a video where he interviewed established radio people about how they do their shows. And he came in here for a day. This has to be like 12 years ago. And he just taped me doing my show and interviewed me. And then I thought later, how come I never got paid for that? I never got paid. But anyway, I remember saying you should always start every show with, what's up, man? Not just, hey, how are you? Just go, what's up, man? I had one podcast ask me, how come you never say, hey, how's it going? You just go right into your first question. I go, because we're not hanging out on the bus. And some guys do that. Hey, Jerry Rice is with us. What's up, Jerry? Hey, what's up? How you doing? Things good? You good? What's new? Cool, cool. Now you're doing all right, though, huh? Yeah. Okay, so anyway, uh, Brock Purdy, is he the real deal? I'm like, we're 40 seconds in. Let's go, baby. I know that throws people sometimes because I'm like, blah, blah, blah is here, and here's your question. And they go, well, first of all, it's nice to be here. All right. <laughs> 1-800-878-PLAY. It's Water Awareness Day, and, of course, Tittle's going to cover that. That's me, Don Benjamin, Mr. Handsome from America's Top Model. He'll join us in about a half hour. J.D. Sharp will drop by. And then NFL Films producer Paul Camarata. So much camaraderie there. Uh, we'll talk about uh, his project with NFL Films on MGM Plus as well. Tune in app by HeartRadio App, Stitcher, Twitch.tv is a Roland. Tittle Sports with Rick Tittle on Facebook. And the Twitter's at Rick Tittle. Come on back. Want even more excitement on game day? 
it's time to get on Prize Picks, the best way to win big on fantasy sports. Here's how it works. Just pick two to six players and choose more or less on their stats. If you get them right, you can win up to 25 times your cash. It's quick and easy to make your picks, and with fast and safe deposits and withdrawals, Prize Picks is the place to play this season. Prize Picks has awesome weekly promotions, and they're the only daily fantasy platform with an injury insurance policy, keeping you in the game even if one of your players goes down. Sweat it out, watch your entry update in real time, and continue the fun by making picks on second half and fourth quarter stats. Take your game day experience to the next level with Prize Picks. And right now, when you go to prizepicks.com slash byline and use code byline, Prize Picks is matching your first deposit up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash byline with code byline for a 100% deposit match. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Exergen thermometers are proven to be more accurate than non-contact thermometers. With children back at school, keeping them healthy is important. Clinical studies have proven that non-contact thermometers are inaccurate and can miss fevers. Accuracy matters. That's why the Exergen thermometer is trusted and used by medical professionals. Exergen thermometers are available at many fine retailers. Choose a trusted and accurate thermometer for personal use. Learn more about why accuracy matters. Available at Walmart and participating retailers. Learn more at exergen.com. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. Have you been diagnosed with cancer? Do you use pesticides in your job? Specifically Roundup. Roundup, made by Monsanto, contains a chemical called glyphosate, which has been linked to cancer. If you've used Roundup and you have cancer, you may be entitled to a cash award. Over $10 billion has been set aside to pay users of Roundup who've been diagnosed with cancer. Time is almost running out to file your claim. So if you've been diagnosed with cancer and you've used Roundup, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And time to file is almost gone, so please call right now. 800-535-6078-800-535-6078. 800-535-6078. That's 800-535-6078. Here's a message just for the attorneys out there. So you passed the bar, joined a firm, or even built your own. Now are you finding out that you're doing more administration than actual law practice? Lexicon can help. Lexicon is a legal technology provider with over a decade of experience streamlining administrative tasks like timekeeping, billing, and more. So you can focus on maximizing billable hours and increasing client satisfaction. Call 855-4-LEXICON or visit lexiconservices.com slash go to learn more. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome, he's a genius. All right, thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's got a text. Why is Don Benjamin Mr. Handsome? Well, just Google him. You know, um, Bobby Lee, when he used to come in here, he used to go, Rick, you you won the genetic lottery. You walk into a bar and, and all the girls love you. I'm like, you, do you really think that's true? 
And um, that guy, though, did, <laughs> I think, what Bobby Lee was talking about. Just Google uh, Don Benjamin, and, uh, yeah, I think that would be true for him. <laughs> he walks in somewhere, and it's like he could say, my name is uh, Dirt Bag, and I live in a trash can, and girls would be like, well, but you're so good looking. <laughs> one eight hundred eight seven eight play <clears throat> we are here for you we're talking sports and I'll tell you what what will you tell us Rick uh, I'm glad that the Astros won last night because enough already what does that mean it's just I, the the Rangers what were they, they were going to be the greatest team in the history of the playoffs because we've never had of course a uh, best of three wild card until last year. Okay, so they would have been the first team ever to win the most playoff games in the history of the playoffs without a loss. Because they were on the verge of going, what, 9-0? and 8-0? Whatever it was, they had not lost a game. And so I think just for our interest, because I could not care less who wins this. And, and in all honesty, uh, this has not been... Uh, must-see TV for me. It just, uh, I just, I don't have a, a dog in the fight. I can't stand either of these AL teams. I'm going to root for the National League just because uh, I don't want either of these Texas teams to win the World Series. The Astros, what a snoozer. And the Rangers, I like the fact that they've never won. That's right. Schottenfreude. I do like the fact that they've never won. I love the fact that the Mariners have never won a pennant. <clears throat> I remember when they built Safeco Field, which is now called Dookie Squeezins Field or something. I'm pretty sure it's Dookie Squeezins Field. Um, I'm like, well, we're we're much more important team than the A's. Like, are you? Well, we sell way more tickets. Charter member of not just the National League, but the American League, 1901. Third most World Series titles. Are you? <laughs> but the Astros finally came alive. They scored just four runs through the first two games. And, of course, four of them were in game two. And this is a team that averaged five runs a game during the regular season. And so they finally got their first run in the second inning, and it was on a wild pitch. And then Martin Maldonado, who's only on the team to catch, he actually had a two-run single. And Altuve heard bong, 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 bong on the garbage can, so he went dead red, hit a home run. Rick, are you accusing him of cheating? Why not? And then Mauricio Dubon coming up. <laughs> when the Giants got Mauricio Dubon from the Brewers, they're like, this young kid is a world of talent. He's going to be the next shortstop. I mean, center fielder. And then they put him in the outfield, and the poor kid had no idea what he was doing in the outfield. I will say this, though, that when I played at Candlestick for a few years in the Bruce Jenkins media game, that's where I got to play with Cheech and uh, Cheech Marin. Yeah, and that's how he says it. Not Marin and not Marin. Cheech Marin. Um. And I tell the story about Bobby Evans, who would become 
the Giants GM in 1995-96. He was a young executive under Bob Quinn, the GM, and the assistant GM, who was Brian Sabian. And it was pitched here on team, and he was on my team, and he would throw gas with this like mean look on his face. Like, what are you doing? Got to throw a heat, man. No, no, we're, you're, yeah, but you're striking us out. It's the only way I know how to pitch. Okay, I'm pitching. <laughs> and I, it was fun. I pitched at Candlestick the whole game, and I was just throwing marshmallows. But I did a good job because my team was teeing off. But anyway, I was playing in right field at Candlestick. Can of corn fly ball. And it twisted in the wind. And I'd like to blame the candlestick win. And I also like to blame the fact that I stink because, I mean, I played in high school. I saw a million fly balls. This one twisted and then went over my head. I'm like, wow. That was Mauricio Dubon. Anyway, the uh, Astros offense finally got off their uh, buttress. And the big story heading into game three was how Max Scherzer was going to do after missing five weeks. And I'll tell you what, he'll be on, I hope. Sometimes he can be a little bit wiggly. But J.D. Sharp said that Scherzer was going to suck. And he gave up five runs in four innings. And then Christian Javier, who's been amazing in the playoffs, didn't even give up a hit till the fifth. He did give a two-run home run on the plate to Josh Young, and that gave the Rangers some hope. But it shattered what had been one of the longest scoreless streaks ever to begin a playoff career in MLB history. Because he's now second all-time. Christian Javier pitched 20 and a third inning without giving up a run to start his playoffs. Only one guy was better. Christy Mathewson, 28 innings. That's from, and this is Christy Mathewson, from 1905 to 1911. Before that, it was uh, Joe Necro. In 1911, they invented the Colt 45. And actually, Ian Anderson, remember him a few years ago, went 17 and two-thirds. So, uh, obviously, the Astros in... <laughs> improve their odds they're not up against the wall in an elimination game tonight because teams that go up three love have won 98 percent of all uh, playoff series teams that go up 2-1 win 70 percent of the time that's not bad to cut 28 points off the average so we're gonna we're gonna have a game tonight and we'll talk about it with the JD uh, as well. And the Rangers have not announced officially who their starter is, but we believe it's going to be Andrew Heaney against Jose Urquidy, which is a pretty good matchup. And um, we're also going to be having uh, game three back at Chase Field now. The Phillies are in the desert. And it's going to be Suarez against Fott. We talked a little bit. Uh, J.D. Sharp said that Fott, his word was, he sucks. That was uh, that was his word. But, you know, like I, I, and it's like I'm not living and dying. I have not watched a full playoff game uh, this year. Just I have not had an interest to sit down for three and a half hours for two teams I don't care about. But I do like to have the option <laughs> because 
maybe if those three straight Netflix series are lame, I'm like, Let, let's check out a little playoff baseball. Oh, no, wait, there is a sweep. We don't get none. We don't get none. I want the option. I'm spoiled. I'm American. Give me some, give me some baseball when I want it. And I want, I want it now. Ditty, I want it now. All right, Wonka, how much funny. So, yes, I'm glad the Astros won so there wouldn't be a damn sweep and the Rangers could come back down to earth. For Pete's sake, come on back. We will talk water. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trustpilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. 
ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. 800-867-6917. That's 800-867-6917. Oh, I would love that. And then maybe afterwards we can go field herping. That's when you go out and you look for reptiles. Rick Tittle once threw a tennis ball at a donkey. I feel really bad about that. Hey, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show now. It is Christy Horowski. She's here to talk about the ninth annual Water Awareness Day. And she is the director of the Value of Water campaign. And I guess, Christy, first of all, welcome to the show. And I I guess we're supposed to today, which is the day, Water Awareness Day, we're supposed to imagine a day without water because we take it so for granted, don't we? That is correct. Thank you so much for having me on the show to talk about imagine a day without water. So what what are you stressing here with this? Yes, so imagine a day without water is a national day of action that brings us together to celebrate the value of water, um, but also to acknowledge that it is absolutely essential for our daily lives and also for public safety and for a healthy environment and for a thriving economy. So water really is a, not just a resource, right? It's a lifeline to us, and yet so often we take it absolutely for granted. Um, so consider, if you would, just for a moment, if you woke up this morning, uh, went to get in the shower, turned, turned on the tap, and no water came out. Or, and this one seems to hit home for most folks, if you went by your local coffee shop, ordered your coffee, and got turned away because they didn't have any, have any water to brew the coffee with. So those are kind of lighthearted examples, but elevating awareness around the true value of water really is key to, um, you know, acknowledging that it's not free. It takes people and it takes working infrastructure to deliver it equitably across the country into your tap. I remember during, because I'm old, the energy crisis in the 70s where we would wait for hours in our cars for gasoline, and then they were stressing water as well, and we had these little keychains, and there was a little hole, and it said, if, you're, if that leak you know, gives up 5,000 gallons of water a year, this, this little hole would give up 10,000. And so in the 70s, we were really stressing, save water, you know, water your lawns at night, you know, and, and then I think we kind of got away from it. Do, do you know why that, why that happened? You know, I, I think you're right. And the best explanation I can come up with is that, for the most part, our water infrastructure is out of sight, out of mind. So unless and until there is a crisis, it is easy to overlook the fact that many of our water mains and our, our water lines are over 100 years old at this point. So, you know, when they're rusting, when they're decaying, when they're 
outliving their useful life, we can't see it. What we can see is when one of them breaks and then our street gets flooded and then it becomes an emergency and then we're reminded that water doesn't automatically show up at our door every day without an effort. And so, you know, I think that's where we are right now as a country. Um, You know, we have some water-based issues that are top of mind because water really is the way that most of us are experiencing climate impacts, right, whether that's through you know, flooding or drought or ice storms or saltwater intrusion of the Mississippi River. You know, I had a uh, former Major League Baseball player. They did a um, sort of relief mission to Haiti, and he couldn't believe that people in this one one little part of a river were washing their clothes, drinking, and then five feet away, someone's defecating into the water. They just, right. they just didn't have any. And so it just makes us feel more, like, profligate and, and wasteful the way we treat it here. That is so true, but I I have to um, share the fact that for more than 2 million Americans, people in this country, living a day without clean water is a harsh reality. It's not just something to be imagined. Mm -hmm. Um, So 2 million people here in our country, people tend to think that it's more of a crisis globally, around the globe, and it has been. But the state of water here in America is fragile, and it will become a crisis if we don't kind of start paying more attention to it and invest in water and invest in the fixes that we need to ensure that everybody will, in this country, can have access to clean and safe water. So this might send you into a blind rage, but here in this building (laughs) where our studios are, for about two years we had a sink that was on in the men's room nonstop. Do the owners of this building, uh, will they burn an eternal hellfire now? Well, I wouldn't get that far, but I will say that they're probably ruining the day they did not fix that sink just based on their water bill. <laughs> <laughs> there was something going on. And, you know, it's it's not hard for me to imagine because a few months ago I had a problem with some uh, sewer pipes outside, and, like, my whole street didn't have water for about mm-hmm. four days. And you just assume... You're going to turn on the sink and brush your teeth, and you're going to use a toilet, and you know, I take a shower every morning, and now what do I do? You know, maybe one day you put on a hat and some sweats. Well, then, then what? Then you, not, you, get, you have to call friends. Where can I take a shower? It's almost like a panicky thing how much we take it for granted. Right, and then when it's taken away, even temporarily, it really raises your level of awareness. And, you know, I mentioned the two million number a few moments ago, and those are the people who, as a baseline, don't have clean and safe water to use every day. The temporary service interruptions that many communities experience as a result of some sort of impact on their water system, you know, increase that number to quite a bit more than 2 million million people per day who don't have access to water that they expect. So, um, you know, I, I think that's one of the reasons why we're seeing some increased federal investment in water right now. So $50 billion was included for water projects in the, in the bipartisan infrastructure law for projects like replacing lead service lines or repairing um, very old or broken water mains. And those are things that will have a real impact for communities that are suffering from service interruptions. You know, I hear in California, without legislation, they tried a few years ago to shame people, and they had a top 10 list in the Bay Area of biggest water wasters. One of them was the A's general manager, Billy Bean. Apparently he had his sprinklers on 24-7. So, yeah, your name's in the paper, shame on you, but there are no penalties. You basically can waste all the water you want, right? 
Well, you could choose to do that, but, you know, I just want to emphasize nobody should be ashamed about needing or wanting access to water, but it is our individual responsibilities to treat this most precious resource, you know, in the way that it should be treated, which is as the single commodity that we cannot live without for more than a day or two. So, I mean, there's, there is a relationship there. I, I also, since we're talking sports, I wanted to shout out for a moment an organization called the Green Sports Alliance that's very similar to the U.S. Water Alliance, which is hosting Imagine a Day Without Water. Um, and they're working with all of the sports stadiums and other sports entities across the country to introduce some green solutions at um, sports venues, which I think is a very cool idea and a great example of cross-sector partnership. I know you got to run. Last question. What do you think about, because I noticed this when I was in the Netherlands, in Holland, their toilets are completely empty. And so after you do your business, I kind of call it the Dutch oven, then the water comes down and washes everything away. It's really gross if you're not used to it, but do you like the idea of saving that whole bowl of water? You know what, Rick? I just have to say that I'm all for water conservation and leave it at that. <laughs> get these graphic examples. All right, <laughs> everyone, that's uh, Christy Horowski, uh, and uh, she is here for Imagine a Day Without Water, and she is the director of Value of Water Campaign, doing the Lord's work. Christy, thank you for your time. Thank you so much. I appreciate you having me. Sure. And uh, I'm not making that up about Billy Bean. Uh, he was on the list. You know, apparently it was just... And uh, and also the byline thing is true too. This and, and I tried a couple times to try to turn it off. And did I go under the sink with a wrench? No, I didn't. But I did think it was pretty horrendous that the sink was on. What do you think, Dominic? Two years that sink was on. <laughs> it just ran nonstop. And byline years ago tried to save money. We I think we turned off the hot water like ten years ago. I don't have a printer. I don't have a computer. We try to cut corners here. Um, and I'm actually on the roof right now. We we sold the roof. Now we didn't. The roof is fine. Um, but, <clears throat> yeah, what was the other uh, awareness day I had the other day? Oh, it was, was it fire awareness day? Yeah. And that was his 101st year. It was the longest uh, awareness day public safety uh, in American history, and I said that they had outdone bubonic plague and scurvy. Uh, I did get a laugh uh, about that as well. Um, but also, when I was in uh, uh, high school, I had this girlfriend when I was a senior, and she used to say really dumb things. Bless her heart. She's not dumb just because she's a girl. I didn't say that. She would say dumb things. Like, last year, we won Pinal. What? What, in the lottery and a prize? No, what, your team beat Pinal? Yeah. She told me one time I was driving her dad's car, and she said, we can't go over 60 miles. I'm like, hey, that's his car. It's his rules. And after I'm like in, up in Mendocino, and I'm like, I think we've gone over 60 miles. She goes, no, I meant speed. I went 60 miles per hour? You said 60 miles. Anyway, she was kind of dumb, but she always said, the biggest problem in the world is the water supply. It's the water supply. That's 40 years ago. I think we're doing all right. All right. When we come back, we'll bring in Don Benjamin. So come on back on Sportsbook.
you. The one on the couch who just told your friend you can't go out because you're busy? Ready to get real about your psoriasis? When your current treatments don't do enough to help control the inflammation beneath the skin, causing plaques and pain, stressing and scratching, it's time to stop hiding and get real with your dermatologists so they can help you get clear. Get real clear about psoriasis at letsgetrealclear.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. The new iPhone 15 Pro with titanium is here. Switch to my plan from Verizon at your local store today, and you'll get the amazing new iPhone 15 Pro on us with unlimited ultimate when you trade in any iPhone, any model, any condition. Guaranteed. Yep, even the old phone in your pocket right now. It's your Verizon. $999.99, 128GB only. Device payment purchase or full retail purchase with new smartphone line on unlimited ultimate plan required. Less $1,000 trade-in or promo credit applied over 36 months. Promo credit ends if eligibility requirements are no longer met. 0% APR. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-433-0539-800-433-0539-800-433-0539. That's 800-433-0539. Paid for by Fix My Student Loans. Can your IRA stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is at our doorsteps? By allocating a percentage of your IRA into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from turbulent markets and economic downturns by putting your IRA back on the gold standard. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA. The only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Call now for your free gold and silver report. Protect your IRA today with one simple phone call and learn how to qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. Call Genesis Gold Group, empowering faith-driven stewardship. 800-211-6008. That's 800-211-6008. It doesn't really matter. I I don't like my job, and uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. 
Hey, thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to this show television host, personality, model, actor, Don Benjamin. And he's here to talk about his show that he uh, EPs. is called Just for Kicks, and um, it's free on Crackle. Don, welcome to the show. And I got to ask you, in all seriousness, you know, over the years, uh, women have had to put up with, if they were really beautiful, guys would just look at them and be like, oh, you're smart too, which is lame. But I got to ask you, do you ever get that? You know, like, oh, I'm lost in your blue eyes. Oh, wait, he's actually smart. <laughs> did, you, did you ever get that? Man, the funny thing is I actually, yeah, when I started doing TV and film, they did, I did get that a few times. Like, oh, wait, you're actually like, talented or you're actually <laughs> doing something more than just looking good i'm like okay thank you thank you for the double-sided compliment <laughs> <laughs> well i used to get it in college i was a football player and i would say something smart and they're like but you're a football player i'm like <laughs> right uh, sorry i'm not, not dumb yeah. smart man what's, what's going on <laughs> all right just for kicks and uh this sounds like a lot of fun what do you guys cover there yes sir man we're covering fashion sneakers we're covering, um, you know, we're going into the lives of entertainers, athletes, and talking about what inspires their fashion and what it, and what sneakers they got on their feet, and you know, what sneakers were they trying to get as, as kids, and and we and and we're having real conversations about fashion and sneakers, but letting that segue into real life conversations, and then we we lighten the mood up, and we have some game show segments where we play some different games that have to do with fashion and sneakers um, to, you know, lighten the mood and have some fun as well. Now, I'm not elderly, but I did grow up in the 70s. And I want, <laughs> I want to ask you this, because I this is an older guy not understanding. When I was growing up, all the boys wore what we called Converse high tops. Now they're called mm -hmm. Chucks for Chuck Taylor. Mm -hmm. a, a girl wouldn't be caught dead in those boy shoes. Now it's the opposite. Every high school girl has like six pairs of Chucks, and if they're not wearing those, they're wearing like the white Nike Airs that I wore in the eighties. Right. What? When did that? Do you, do you know when that style switched? Because every it's like the uh, it's like Daisy Dukes and Chucks. That's the uniform. Right. It's funny, man. I feel like we had John Sally on, and I think he he came up in around that era. You know, he played with Jordan, and and then he got to play with Shaq and all of them, but. The funny thing is he was kind of talking about the same thing. He's like, man, when I came up, we wanted some Chucks. But I feel like every, like, so many years, I think I feel like it's, like, every 10 years or so, like, the fashion trends kind of come back around because right now everybody's rocking bell-bottoms again. And like you said, <laughs> the girls are rocking Chucks right now. So all of those trends from the 70s and 80s, I feel like are coming back in a style. People are wearing parachute pants right now. <laughs> now tell me, did you ever have any hammer pants yourself? Man, when I, I went to high school, I was uh, in the 2000s, and what was trending in my age was the super big white tees and the super baggy jeans. I was, my true size was like a 30, and I was wearing a 44 jean <laughs> <laughs> and, and a triple XL tall tee that went down past my knees. <laughs> I, I guess that fashion is great if you're chubby, right? You can hide it. Yeah, but not as a as a super skinny kid. I was disappearing <laughs> in my clothes. <laughs> now, the other trend, of course, we see a lot out here in the uh, the Bay Area, which is 
diverse and eclectic. It's not Iowa, mm-hmm. but a, a lot of kids, they like to have no belt, and they like to have the waist maybe 10 inches too big, and then they spend, mm-hmm. the, they spend the entire day holding up their pants. Your thoughts? Yeah, I don't really understand it. I've been seeing kids wear shoestrings for belts. I guess that's a new thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to keep up. I'm trying to keep up. I'm starting to feel my age catch up to me uh, lately looking at these kids. Well, we know that the sneaker market, I was looking at the stats you guys put over in your, your press release, over $75 billion globally. And, and then I heard that Nike is 50% of that. You know, it's, it's, a, it's amazing how much they go in. But, you know, the, I just seen the, the callback. It's, maybe it's a nostalgic thing for my era because, you know, people my age are buying their teenagers, you know, like the Sambas and, uh, you know, the the Stan Smiths and some of these. Mm-hmm. And those and I'll tell you what, those 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 leather Adidas shoes, they're they're not the most comfortable things. And so you can go from like Hoka's or really nice running shoes and then you put on these old school Adidas. They look cool, but mm-hmm. don't don't walk around in them all day. Right, right, right. I definitely have some Stan Smith that I that I that are good because they can go with a casual outfit. Mm-hmm. You know, you could dress them up or down. But yeah, I feel like the Nikes, man, are still they still are the most comfortable right now, especially the Nike runners. But actually, I've been wearing some Umbros, man. I don't know if you remember the Umbros. Yeah. They were like a soccer shoe, mm-hmm. but they made some some more trendy fashion style ones. And honestly, those are my most comfortable shoes right now. <laughs> Let me throw this at you as the old soccer fan. That's the Humphrey brothers, the Umbro. That's where we got Umbro, Humphrey brothers. Yeah, they were soccer oh, exclusives. Wow. Yeah. Oh, should, wow. Yeah, I'll be on episode much. five. No. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> couple more questions for Don Benjamin, just for kicks. The um, What you can do, too, I mean, anybody can just talk about sneakers. We're doing it right now. But you get the behind the scenes, the VIP access. What does that entail? Man, so we actually got to talk, you know, with Allen Iverson, who is a staple in in not only the NBA, but just the culture all around. And we got to talk to him about, you know, designing his first shoe and, and talking about what it meant to have a shoe so iconic, you know, at the time, Jordan was the most iconic sneaker and then now to come out and him creating a shoe that all of the kids wanted to wear and even him coming into the league and going up against Jordan and you know getting to talk to a guy like that is is just I was a fan of Allen Iverson so to hear him talk about these things and um, you know rappers like Bun B who are a hip-hop legend talk about the culture and and sneakers and and how he's still keeping and his shoe collection is crazy but um, being able to go into depth with these guys and, you know, and talk about their upbringing and, and once they got on a level of fame and, and what it what they were able to bring to the world is, is so interesting to, to hear them talk about. Yeah, I remember years ago I had Carmelo Anthony on the show and he had a new Jumpman shoe with Nike and he was talking about all the things he put into it. On a, and when he was a little kid, he moved from Brooklyn to Baltimore where he grew up. And the back of the, and the heel, he had the Baltimore skyline. Like, that was important oh, wow. to him. Those little touches like that, which makes mm-hmm. it, instead of just saying, you know, here's a new Nike, you know, it's the Damon Miner. This really, mm-hmm. this really, like, you know, they, they put a lot of thought into it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. 
and they got to and they got to be creative with it with with it, which is cool in my mind. Like they actually got to add those little statements to it. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you were with AI, did you say talking about practice? Did you say that? <laughs> I was like, are we talking about practice? Or I was like, can you just drop the line for us? Are we talking about practice? <laughs> you gotta throw that in there. So uh, also um, hanging out with some. Uh, actors and uh, music icons, you kind of run the gamut, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had uh, we had just Jesse Usher from The Boys, which is a huge show on Amazon right now, come through. He's he's a sneakerhead, and and then also some of my influencer um, friends who are you know killing it on YouTube and Instagram. Um, it's the cool thing about sneakers and fashion is you can bring so many people together, so many worlds. It's one topic that I feel like everybody can relate to, you know what I mean? And it's a conversation starter where you can be walking down the street and see somebody from a completely different walk of life, but you guys could have the same exact shoe on, and it could just spark up a conversation that could lead into a whole new world of things, man, new friendships and all. So it's super interesting. I'm also fascinated with, and a lot of times it's not even people who are active, but the people who collect Jordans. And they start talking about them kind of like cars. They're like, well, you know, the, 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 the 7, that came out in 91, and the 10 in 94. But I was more of an Air Jordan 15 guy. That was in 99. And I'm like, I don't. Right. I remember the first one. That's the one I remember. <laughs> right. It's funny because I tell people there's the sneaker heads who, like, know everything down to the detail. And then there's just, like, the sneaker collectors who are people that just love shoes. You don't really know much about the history, but you got a, a good amount of shoes just because you love the look or the feel. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm definitely more of a sneaker collector. I don't know all of the details, but I definitely do love my Jordan 12 because that was kind of the era that I came up in was the Jordan 12 era. Is that the one where, like, the whole front was a different color? The, the like. Yeah, that was that was the one. I I don't know if you remember when he. It was like black and red when he um, crossed over Russell and he did like a step back to win the game when they played the Utah Jazz. Mm. That was like the staple shoe in that game. Speaking of the Jazz, you hang out with Jordan Clarkson too, right? Yes, sir. Jordan Clarkson came on and talked with us. We I love Jordan, man. I've been cool with Jordan for a while now, and it's cool to see. You know, I remember when he first came into the league. And now where he is, you know, one of the stars in the league right now, especially on the Utah Jazz. And and he's really trendsetting in the fashion world. He's been doing a lot of fashion shows and making sure he goes to Fashion Week. And really kind of, you know, he, he's one of the guys I feel like that brought the bell bottoms back. I said, man, you brought the bell bottoms back from the 70s and got him looking cool again. <laughs> <laughs> when I was in college, I used to peg my jeans at the bottom and roll them up. I'm ashamed to say. Yeah. Yeah. That was I pretty think I bad. Did same. <laughs> All right. Well, everyone should check out our guest, Don Benjamin, executive producer of Just for Kicks. It's on Crackle. We were talking to the Crackle guy the other day about all the free Halloween movies, and that's the key is that Crackle yeah. is free. Don, thanks for coming on, man, and uh, uh, best of luck with the show. Thank you, man. Thank you for having me. Good luck with everything. All right. You too. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back on Byline.
Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495 That's 800-788-1495 This is a true sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free products. Pricing information. 800-915-9654-800-915-9654-800-915-9654. That's 800-915-9654. Now you see that evil will always triumph because good is dumb. Tittle always goes commando. All right. Thank you for that. Two more hours to go. But before we get to the news here, I saw something interesting on ESPN.com. They were taking a look at Brock Purdy's salary, which is 870000 And yes, counting last year, Brock Purdy is now a millionaire. He has more than a million dollars. But it's a joke compared to other quarterbacks. 
they looked at how long it takes other quarterbacks to earn Brock's entire salary for the year. Do you know how number one was Lamar Jackson? Do you know how long he has to play a game to reach the Brock Purdy total? Three quarters. Eleven minutes. Not even a quarter. <laughs> you know the best thing about Lamar Jackson's fifty-two million a year? He did it without an agent. Do you really need an agent? Uh, next is Patrick Mahomes in 16 minutes, so he's just over a quarter. And then next, Daniel Jones, Whew. 19 minutes of play, so not even to halftime, and he matches. Daniel Jones this year making $46 million. Oof. And that's the thing when you sign these guys just because <laughs> – there, uh, you know, the sort of the prowess of, uh, yeah, um, that's our guy. That's the guy that's going to make it happen for us. And uh, we're going to give him all the money in the world. It's just the going rate. So, <clears throat> listen, it's not that the Niners are cheap. It's just that he was the, whatever, 262nd pick, and they don't have to pay him yet. Do you know what would be hilarious is if after what would have been hilarious is if Brock Purdy would have held out this last season. What would the Niners have done? They would have kept Trey Lance and Sam Darnold and said, we're fine. Or, because remember, the GM Lynch and the head coach Shanahan, they both signed extensions after the season began because they feel so good about what they got going now. And it's also, you know, a testament to the patience. You know, Kyle Shanahan is a little weird, but he's one of the top 10 coaches in the NFL. That's without argument. He's, he's obviously in the top 10. It's easier to find a GM than a coach. But I thought that was great. Brock Purdy, it's like, you know what? I've never lost a regular season game. I'm going to hold out. 870K? What are you kidding? I'm worth more than that. Come on back. News. I'm Corey Myers. The House of Representatives heading into yet another day without a speaker and likely another day of votes and Republican infighting and a failure to get enough support twice over for Judiciary Committee Chairman Jim Jordan. All House Democrats and 22 Republicans voted against Jordan's bid for speaker on Wednesday. That's two more GOP lawmakers voting against him than on Tuesday. All Democrats voted for Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries. House Majority Leader Steve Scalise announced the next votes in the House would not take place any earlier than noon today. Hundreds were arrested at the U.S. Capitol yesterday during a Palestinian protest. About 300 Jewish activists supporting Palestinians were taken into custody 
A large group gathered in the Cannon House Building Rotunda and around the Capitol Complex. The protesters were heard chanting, Ceasefire now. I'm Dave Collins. Joran Vandersloot confessed to killing Natalie Holloway after she rejected his advances. Beth Holloway, Natalie's mother, is both shocked and relieved by the admission. After 18 years, Natalie's case is solved. As far as I'm concerned, it's over. Natalie was an 18-year-old celebrating her high school graduation in Aruba and went missing in 2005. Recently, Vandersloot was extradited from Peru to the U.S. to face charges of wire fraud and extortion for attempting to sell the location of Holloway's remains to her mother. As part of the U.S. plea deal, Vandersloot was obligated to provide information about the circumstances of Holloway's death. He admitted using a cinder block to kill her and then drag her body into the ocean. This is USA News. The inventor and CEO of MyPillow is always looking for ways to solve everyday problems. Have you ever picked up a towel set because it felt really soft in the store? But then when you go to use it, it's not very absorbent. It's basically a towel that's leaving you out to dry. That's why MyPillow has developed the MyPillow towels. Towels that work. I know, it's mind-blowing. Towels that actually dry you. The six-piece towels that includes two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. They come in a variety of colors. And right now, you can receive a six-piece set for only $39.98 with promo code USA. Go to MyPillow.com right now and click on the radio listener special. MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty and they have a 60-day money-back guarantee. To receive this amazing offer on the six-piece set of MyPillow towels, just go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener special and enter promo code USA or call 800-951-8175. That's MyPillow.com, promo code USA. The anticipated water loss at Lake Mead over the next year has been revised to be less severe than initially projected. The U.S. Bureau of Reclamation now estimates a drop of approximately nine feet in water level by next October. This outlook is over two and a half feet more favorable compared to the forecast from last month. This updated projection marks the inaugural forecast for the 2023 water year, which runs until the close of next September. Currently, Lake Mead stands at 1,066 feet above sea level. Today, 1019 a.m. Pacific time marks Great Shakeout Day in California, urging preparedness for earthquakes. Great Shakeout earthquake drills remind you to drop, cover, and hold on to protect yourself during an earthquake in most situations. The drill should take about a minute, but some schools and businesses may conduct more extensive drills, ranging from an hour to a full day. Cell phones with the Shake app installed will receive a text reminder. This year, families have been using the substantial savings accrued during the pandemic to attend live events and amusement parks, leading economists to coin the term funflation. The Bureau of Economic Analysis reports that Americans were projected to spend about $95 billion on tickets like movies, live entertainment and sporting events. I'm Corey Myers, USA News. 
This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8Side Network's outstanding eight-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Here, Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. Hey, airline travelers, let's say you have a problem and you need to change or cancel an existing airline reservation. What do you do? Well, Skywatch is a free service that can help anyone with any airline reservation fix it. Whether you want to cancel it, change your dates, or add passengers, we can help fix your airline reservations so you get exactly what you need. We've updated our computer database and now have access to every airline around the globe. So now you can make one phone call, regardless of who booked your airline tickets, and we'll change it, cancel it, and fix it for you. We know the insider secrets to fixing reservations that the airline don't want you to know about. So if you need to cancel, change, or modify an existing airline reservation, call Skywatch right now. It's a free call, so let us fix it for you. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. 855-325-5647. That's 855-325-5647. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Oh, we have a full hour of open lines. Rick, I don't believe you. You're going to have someone on pro snake training day. Nope. You're going to have somebody that wrote a book on nuclear disasters. Nope. You're going to have an actress from 1975 who was on a canceled show on NBC. No. I know those are my usual guests, and I love them. But it's all open at 1-800-878-PLAY. Speaking of Patrick Mahomes, he's mentioning he makes Purdy's season-long deal in 16 minutes. He's already thinking about after his career, and he's smart. He has more money than Sinatra. His new deal that uh, is going to keep him there for uh, 2031, he just restructured it. That means he gets more. That means over the next four years, he'll get an additional $218 million. So he bought part of the Kansas City Royals. He bought part of Sporting KC in MLS. They used to be the uh, Kansas City Wizards, I think. Uh, And the KC Current. What a horrible name. That's the ladies' team. Go Current! Give me a C. What's that spell? Ugh. And then he went in with Travis Kelsey... No jokes about his girlfriend. We went in with he went in with Travis, Travis Kelsey and Rory McIlroy, and bought Alpine Formula One, or at least a lot of it. And so then he's thinking about buying an NFL team. And he said, basically to paraphrase, 
I want that competitive stuff going on. But here's the thing. Do you know how much the Washington Commanders sold for? Do you know how much? $6 billion. In fact, $6.05 billion. So he's not going to buy it by himself. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, hey, listen, I'd be doing this. Well, I wouldn't be doing the same thing. I'd be buying up soccer teams. But still, I understand where he's at. That's right. Not where he is. Where he is at because that's what had, had happened. Twitch.tv, how you doing? American Forces Radio Network. We have a full hour. Don't be shy. Come on back. Hey, y'all. This is Ronte. And a little thing I love about the Chick-fil-A honey pepper pimento chicken sandwich is the pimento cheese. I was like, go cheese, go pimento, go honey, go get it. Hi, this is Shantrice, and a little thing I love about the Chick-fil-A Honey Pepper Pimento Chicken Sandwich is the mild spiciness of the pickled jalapenos. No, it's the crispy chicken. Actually, I can't decide. It's the entire sandwich. Order the Honey Pepper Pimento Chicken Sandwich on the Chick-fil-A app today. Available for a limited time. Real Chick-fil-A guests paid for their testimonials. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams... You're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153-800-943-2153-800-943-2153. That's 800-943-2153. One out of two Americans thinks their life is worthy of a book. Here's another startling stat. You may be one of the 15% of people who bothered to start your book and one of the 6% that got halfway through it, but your gem of an idea likely died. Or did it? Some published authors are making significant money, so join the ranks of the successful people that finish their books with help from Dorrance Publishing. Call right now and our experienced editors and writers will explain to you what it's going to take to get your book completely written, published, and then taken to market to sell it. It's a free consultation, so call right now. Find out how much time and money it takes to finally get that book idea of yours published. Make your dreams happen. Call Doran's Publishing right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. A psoriasis flare-up can make a walk in the park. Well, no walk in the park. It's that obvious, huh? I've tried so many lotions and creams, but I still have symptoms. So those don't do enough to treat the inflammation beneath the skin, leaving you with those uncontrolled symptoms. Makes sense, but what else can I do? You can get real with your dermatologist so they can help you get clear. Make an appointment and, oh, you're already on it. Hi, yes, I'd like to make an appointment. Get real clear about psoriasis at letsgetrealclear.com. Sponsored by Abvi. Hour two of titillating sports. 
You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey, check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. Dominic just showed me a video of Mark Davis dancing. Um, I didn't realize that the WNBA was in the playoffs, but I did see a picture online that his team, the Aces, I guess, won the championship for the consecutive second consecutive year and Mark Davis he looks like I don't want to insult chimpanzees but that's basically how he was sort of <clears throat> trying to dance and I was just thinking when I saw that his dad is one of the greatest go-getters of all time uh, or whatever you want to call it chutzpah moxie ambitious from a guy who, uh, you know, born to a poor Jewish family in, in Boston. Then his, his dad moves them to Coney Island to work in the garment business. And all Al wanted to do was play basketball. And he went to Erasmus Hall High, which I went by on the, <clears throat> the L, if you like, the elevated subway. All he wanted to do was play for Al Badain. Yeah, keep in mind that name. Legendary coach. And he didn't get to play much because he wasn't very good. Um, and then he went to this place called Wittenberg College, which was in uh, Ohio. And all he wanted to do then was play baseball. And then right after World War II ended, he transferred to Syracuse and he tried out for the basketball team and the baseball team, and uh, he ended up making the JV team. Yes, that's back when they had JV, but he didn't play. So he transferred to a college in New York called Hartwick, and he didn't like it. And so then he went back to Syracuse. But he hung out with all the athletes because he was trying to make all these teams. And... Then the basketball team said, just forget it. So he started hanging out with the football uh, team, and then he was, came, became fascinated by the, the coaches. And then they kept, he kept asking them stuff and taking notes, and then the coaches got suspicious that Al Davis was a spy for some other college. And so then he decided, I want to be a college coach. And he would introduce himself, he would shake hands, and he'd say three words, Davis from Syracuse. <clears throat> and intentionally trying to get people confused with George Davis, who was the star halfback. And so he tried to work at Hofstra. And then another Long Island school, Adelphi, he went to the president of that school. And he said he bluffed and conned the guy and... He said, um, okay, you can be the, the freshman head coach. And then he uh, had to go into the Army, and he 
uh, was at um, Felt Belvoir in Virginia. Look, I can, I'm not going to go through the whole history of him. But what I'm trying to say is grit, hard work, and then becoming the uh, owner of an NFL team, the head coach of a, I should say, AFL team, and then AFL commissioner, and then, of course, the owner of an NFL team, a Hall of Famer, three Super Bowl titles, civil rights activist, not because, oh, I want uh, to make a name for myself as a civil rights activist. No, he just cared about having the best people, whether that was Tom Flores or Amy Trask or Art Shell. He didn't care about color. He just wanted to just win, baby. All that he did to, to build that up. And then finally, <clears throat> getting out to USC, they made him an assistant coach. They made him a recruiter. They loved the fact that he was such a great recruiter. And at that point, John McKay came in and he goes, I don't, I don't want that Al Davis guy on my staff. So there was a coaching clinic in AC in Atlantic City, and Davis met with Rams coach Sid Gilman. And Sid Gilman goes, are you the guy that sat in the front row and took copious notes and asked 100 questions? And Al goes, yeah, that was me. And so Gilman got fired by the Rams, but then immediately became head coach of the brand-new Los Angeles Chargers. And so he goes, all right, kid. What 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 do you, what can you coach? And he's like, I can coach uh, the running backs. And he's like, okay, why don't you come in? Come on in, and I want you to uh, I want you to also help me recruit guys. And Sid Gilman said Al had this amazing knack of telling you what you wanted to hear. He was so persuasive. And the AFL rules were created to encourage this wide open, high scoring football to get people to watch. And uh, Davis used to say, you know, when I designed the offense, and that made Sid Gilman furious in his later years. He's like, oh, Al Davis is taking credit for it, blah, 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 whatever. <laughs> but Al Davis was the guy who said Lance Allworth of Arkansas, that's the guy. But the Niners drafted him in the first round. And Davis, after Allworth's final game, and this is a true story, he ran under the goalposts and got him and handed him a contract. The whole time, the Niner head coach, Red Hickey, is in the stands watching this. And Al said, I couldn't let Allworth get to the dressing room because then Red Hickey was going to come down. That's how he got him on the charge. I, I, just, I can go on and on about being the youngest head coach ever in the professional ranks. And which he was. And the merger and being a commissioner and moving a team because he felt like it against the rules. And he sued the NFL sued him and he still won. I'm not saying that's the something to admire, but what I'm saying is he was the guy. And he did some dumb things. He traded Ken Stabler. He benched Marcus Allen and traded him. He uh spent he got rid of John Gruden. I mean he did he did a lot of things that were dumb. Yes. I'm trying to say he's also not just in the Hall of Fame. He's in the Jewish Sports Hall of Fame. 
whatever you think of them. And the people and go on and on and on. I've interviewed a million people that know Al. I go, give me an Al story. And it's always something very touching if he liked you. Dan Pastorini, who I had on the show, who wrote a book at him, he despises Al Davis. If you were his enemy, look out. But he knew everything about you. Marcel Reese told me when I was doing A's pre and post, he's like, yeah, I remember that uh, high school slam dunk competition you were in. And, and Marcel Reese said, you know about that? John Ritchie told me, even when I was on the Eagles, I got married. Al sent me a wedding present. You know, he would hire his old guys, Jack Tatum, Willie Brown, Fred Blitnikoff. You had a job for life. And then here's his son who's done nothing except move the team, make hella money, buy an NBA team, dancing like a drunken chimpanzee because of his dad's hard graft. Now, you can say that about the Spanuses. You can say that about uh, Eddie DeBartolo and Jed York. I mean, there are certain people who just their, their fathers made all the money. You can say that about John Fisher. Now, Eddie D. actually was innovative, but I'm just saying that the the fact that Mark Davis is dancing around, and I, I can't even call it dancing because I think babies have more rhythm. I think Iggy Pop has more rhythm. <laughs> the worst dancer in the world. <laughs> because of Al. What did Mark Davis do? Nothing. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Byline. even recognize myself anymore i'm really worried about him his addiction i haven't seen him like this ever hey look i I never wanted to start using i I knew the drill but i was out of options i I just want to tell him it's not your fault there are people out there who can help people who have felt your pain they know what you're going through this has to stop i'm losing everything Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. 
Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trust Pilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. 800-867-6917. That's 800-867-6917. You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious! Rick Tittle is a majestic stallion. Hey, thank you so much for joining us. And you may participate. Just call me at 1-800-878-PLAY. By the way, coming up in an hour, we'll have Paul Camarata from NFL Films, 12-time Emmy winner on MGM Plus. Uh, season three of NFL Icons. It's Bill Coward, Jim Brown, Mike Singletary, and Charles Woodson. Can't have them. Drop my draws. Oh, yeah. Uh, Speaking of the NFL, Roger Goodell turned some heads at a recent fan forum in London when someone said, can you bring the Super Bowl here? Is it all right? And he said, yeah, that's been discussed. That's not impossible. And everybody in America went, oh. London right now is not tied to an expansion franchise, but that's been talked about. But at a Super Bowl over there? Goodell said, as the international series develops, maybe that's a possibility. Well, the NFL's executive vice president, Peter O'Reilly, quickly clarified the league's thinking by saying a London Super Bowl is not a near-term focus of ours. The focus as it relates to the Super Bowl is on NFL cities in the U.S. Maybe Goodell got caught up in the fact that he got a new contract till 2027, or that, you know, he just wants to make people excited. Will you go to the prom with me? Uh, it's not a definite no. Really? Now, you could say, Rick, that's blasphemy to even mention it. The Super Bowl is an American holiday. It's an American sport. There are 32 communities that would love the massive economic infusion and local pride that the Super Bowl brings. The last season, the Super Bowl bought $1.3 billion to Phoenix. 
not to mention all the publicity for that area. Well, listen, I don't really think these cities need that money. (laughs) There are um, about a dozen cities that can host or will host the Super Bowl. It's Atlanta, Dallas, Detroit, Houston, Jacksonville, L.A., Miami, Minneapolis, New Orleans, Phoenix, Santa Clara, Tampa, and Vegas will go this year. Do any of those cities, like do you say Santa Clara needs a billion dollars? They just got that from the Taylor Swift concerts. Can they use the money? Hell yeah. You know, we have a lot of potholes. We had to fire some cops. Our firemen are using ladders from World War I. In fact, they're using an REO Speedwagon, and they don't have engines. Okay. Can't, yes, they can. Of course they can use the money. Who can't? Go to a billionaire. You want another billion? Nah, I'm good. You sure you don't want? Nah, right. I'll tip people now. The Jags just returned from their annual game in London. They played two, but one. They were the road team, and that's significant because that means that they're local fans. Remember, the Jaguars have asked Jacksonville for a billion dollars in public money. You can't get 19 cents of public money in California. Maybe 18 cents. A billion and it basically guarantees that you're not remember with 18 game 17 games now you're either going to get uh 8 or 9 home games and fluctuates but Jags fans know that at least one game is going to be in London every year I don't know if you saw it when they ran out at Wembley that they have a like running out it's like skinning out of the shark mouth at the tank this big jaguar mouth with the teeth it's pretty cool If I was a little kid in London and I was fascinated by American football, I would love the Jags. Got this big, cool Jaguar head. Or some Americans say Jaguar for some reason. And the English call it Jaguar. Jaguar. I'll call it Jaguar. This Jaguar head. And you run out and they're wearing black and you're like, oh, look at that ferocious kitty on the helmet. That's my team. I roll with you. I F with you, as Marshawn Lynch would say. So the NFL knows everything I'm talking about, obviously, and it knows what it has gained globally. It knows what it's lost locally, but they don't really care about what they lose locally because the the NFL could commit war crimes and people would still go. And I know that's a bit dramatic, but I'm just trying to say they could, you know, what did Trump say? I'll shoot someone on Fifth Avenue and I'll still get elected. You know, a lot of people hate the fact that that's a true statement. (laughs) That shouldn't be true for anyone, but it probably is for him. So the NFL, when, you know, it started moving those games over there in 2007, one per year. How many games are played outside of the U.S.? Five. It's five fewer chances for the home market to benefit from that date. And the NFL is now talking about having a game in Barcelona or Madrid, España, and also Rio de Janeiro, 
That's a long way to go, baby. And, of course, we've had them in La Ciudad de México at the Estadio Azteca. And we've had them in Germany, remember? In München. Tom Brady played there in the Allianz Arena, where Bayern Munich plays. FC Bayern. The Bundesliga. To me, I'll probably be the only guy to say this. I would love a Super Bowl in London. I think that's an amazing idea. I really do. It's so much more panache to it. So much more. And you go, oh, that sucks. Why was it good? Why was it good to have a Super Bowl in Santa Clara between the Panthers and the Broncos? They could start the game at 8 p.m. That's noon West Coast, 3 p.m. Eastern. It would be fine. Let's go to Charlie in New York City. What's going on, Charlie? Hey, Rick, I, I can understand the appeal or the reason why the NFL wants to be world-renowned and play games overseas. But from I, I've been to Europe a, a couple times. You've been there several a dozen-plus times. Do they really like football, American football, over there? Or is it like is there a genuine love of the sport or are they are or is the NFL trying to crowbar their sport down the throats of everyone outside the US it's a um, it's more of a curiosity for people our age uh, the younger crowd is uh, much more or we would call them millennials they're much more interested but uh, it's more of a like I said it's more of a a passing fancy. They're not. They're not obsessed with it at all. Yeah, because like you'll like uh, I'll uh, you know I'll throw on a game. Uh, I guess it starts at six thirty a.m. your time when, yep. when they come on. Um, and, and you know, like well, I forget who we even played last week, um, but I threw it on for a little bit or two weeks ago with Jaguars or whatever, whatever the last game was. But you'll look in the seat and you'll see people wearing dolphin shirts mm-hmm. and. You know, just random, like, they just grab an NFL shirt yep. and just throw it on and go to the game? Or Well, I remember this was in 2003. I took a meeting at this in Hammersmith for Trans World Sport, and it was a, an interview uh, to see if I could get Premier League radio on Sports Byline. And so I actually went two years in a row to this place, and I remember I was in the elevator, and this guy goes, my team is Detroit Lions. He goes, I just, <laughs> because, because England, you know, they have the three lions and so on their soccer jersey. Gotcha, and, gotcha. But I remember he said, now that Gruden is gone, are they going to hire Callahan? I'm like, wow, that's some pretty, <laughs> that's some pretty good knowledge. And that was 20, yeah, that was 20 years ago. So, I mean, it's growing. And I coached over so, there too. Yeah. Right. No, I remember you, you've talked about that. So, so do you think ultimately Jaguars or another franchise will have a, or the NFL will have a team in England or in Europe full time? Is it even feasible? I think so. I think I think it'd probably be probably another twenty years, but I think it, I think it'll happen. And you think there'll be a Super Bowl overseas eventually? I think so. I think it would be amazing. I mean, uh, how exciting would it be to say, "Oh, we're going to the Super Bowl," and it's like, where? Uh, Tampa or London. I'm like, if I'm getting on a right. plane, but you know, that's just me. I, I know I'm in the minority, and I and I'm a Europhile or a Euro snob, whatever. But I have no problem with it because almost everybody is not going to go. It's all just corporate people. It's almost no fans. 
Yeah, no, I, 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 yeah, no. Anyway, yeah, I was just, I was just curious about what the perception of the sport is overseas. I, I, Mexico, because of the tie, I guess because of the proximity to Texas, a lot of cowboy fans down there. I know there are a lot of Raider fans down there. Mm. Um, but I was more curious about. Well, you said like Germany. It's going to be. I know that a couple of games are being played over. I think in the next week or two. And uh, then Barcelona, like are, are these countries really that interested in the sport? Um, but but I, you know, it, it feels like it feels like the NFL is just trying to monopolize the world and and and, and crowbar the sport into like every country, even probably into Asia, countries over <laughs> in the Far East. It's all about and, making uh, money. Yeah, I got to run, Charlie, but thanks for the call. All right, call. buddy. That's all I got. All right. Thanks later. for the call, my man. Come on back on Byline. We got open lines. Jim Gaffigan here with some more Straight Talk. Now you can get a Walmart Plus membership, plus not pay for it, because it's included with Straight Talk wireless plans. You get free delivery with Walmart Plus, plus a Paramount Plus subscription included. Plus, you pay less for gas. That's a lot of pluses. Only Straight Talk gives you unlimited 5G data and Walmart Plus included on select plans for free. Straight Talk Wireless, available at Walmart. Requires service on gold or platinum unlimited. One offer per eligible account. Paramount Plus essential plan only. Separate registration required. Additional terms apply. Want even more excitement on game day? It's time to get on Prize Picks, the best way to win big on fantasy sports. Here's how it works just pick two to six players and choose more or less on their stats. If you get them right, you can win up to 25 times your cash. It's quick and easy to make your picks, and with fast and safe deposits and withdrawals, Prize Picks is the place to play this season. Prize Picks has awesome weekly promotions, and they're the only daily fantasy platform with an injury insurance policy keeping you in the game even if one of your players goes down. Sweat it out, watch your entry update in real time, and continue the fun by making picks on second half and fourth quarter stats. Take your game day experience to the next level with prize picks. And right now, when you go to prizepicks.com slash byline and use code byline, prize picks is matching your first deposit up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash byline with code byline for a 100% deposit match. Prize picks. Daily Fantasy Sports, made easy. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, if you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable, priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear. Nothing shows on the back of your ear. And at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738. That's 800-278-1738. 
This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8-Side Network's outstanding eight-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Hear Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. the man but rick tittle know who the man is and he slapped his white fanny oh man that really upsets me not welcome back to the show 1-800-878-PLAY we have open lines as you just saw from charlie out there in manhattan 1-800-878-7529 i i saw a couple things from carly lloyd and i just thought i'd bring it up by the way carly lloyd you know you you have a chance to make impressions on people and over the years, it's been interesting talking to people that I've worked with here for years and how someone was in an interview, good or bad. And then every year at Army-Navy, I get to hang out with sports talk people like myself from all over the country, and then we'll tell all our little stories. And it's always interesting to talk to these Southern guys about SEC football and all the people they interview and everything. But uh, my one impression of Carly Lloyd, who is, you know, one of our great soccer players. And you talk about showing up World Cup final that they played up in Canada against Japan. World Cup final. She's a defensive midfielder. She had a first half hat trick. And you just, you can't criticize what she did in between the lines. It's it's the greatest World Cup uh, if you want to include the men, it's the greatest half of a World Cup, any, any first half anybody's ever had. But also, she was the one that was moaning during the World Cup, talking about how much the team sucked. And then they went out the earliest that they've ever gone out. And it was a huge disappointment. And she has this interview that she was on this show called kicking it on the Glosso network, which is on Paramount plus. I, I, I don't, I don't watch it. I, I don't even think I'd know how to get it. Rick, you just said Paramount plus. Oh yeah. But you know, she talked about how much she uh, thought the Federation held her back on and off the field and created a dysfunctional environment for all the players she said, what I do best is I'm just myself. That's what I brought. I'm not somebody who's going to give fluff. I'm going to give my honest assessment. And I was enjoying being able to do that. Yeah. Well, 
<clears throat> Listen, as I said, the postmortem on the World Cup is that they were knocked out in the round of 16 by Sweden. And she was very unapologetic. Why should she be? She said the champion mentality that we've had throughout the years since the inception of this team, that dog mentality, you've got none of that. The character, the respect, technically, tactically, you could be great and have a coach that comes in. But if you don't have all those other things, there's no winning. I look at the U.S. women's national team. Julie Ertz just left. But aside from her, I don't see one player that has that mindset. Oof. You tell me Kelly O'Hara doesn't have that mindset. It's a, it's a, look, if you could say, what a disappointment, that's ridiculous. We should never have gone out that early. That's horrible. But to say none of them have it. And, you know, she took issue with the fact that thermostats were adjusted to the players' preferences before they checked into their rooms in New Zealand that the players wore sunglasses at the matches and they danced at the games. She said, if I saw that and I was part of that team, I would raise hell and I would go directly to the players and tell them to take their sunglasses off and stop dancing. She said everybody was taking the World Cup for granted and they weren't tough. Well, I know Carly Lloyd was in here one time and she is such a legend and I almost never asked for a selfie. I did with, uh, I mean, if they're my guest and they're in here for an hour or whatever, yeah, I take a picture with them. But if they're just coming through, I did that with Olivia Wilde. I didn't do it for Charlize Theron. She just got out of this chair and I go, how's it going? She's like, good, how are you? I'm like, I'm good. She's like, okay, great. She's walking out. But Carly Lloyd was in the hall and I go, can I get a selfie? And she's like, ah, ah. And I went, so it's a no. She's like, hurry. Okay, and then she did a like, fake smile, and I'm like, sorry, damn. Now, like I said, maybe she was having a bad day. But that's my impression of her, is like, ugh, hurry. Fat ass. No, she didn't say that. She said dumb ass. No, she didn't say that either. But she talked about playing for the national team, adding, it has to be hard. I think all these players want to come in, want to feel comfortable, want to express themselves. It doesn't work like that. Just do your job, come in, put the work in. Like, oof. Oh, I just found out why she was mad. <laughs> Someone kept her too long in a meeting. She said, I came into the U.S. soccer scene. I wasn't necessarily being groomed to be the star of the team, nor do I think U.S. soccer wanted me to be the star of the team. So she also talked about Vlatko Andonovsky, the head coach. And, of course, he quit right after the World Cup. And, um, you know, uh, Carly Lloyd played for Andonovsky the final two years of her career, including that pandemic delayed Tokyo Olympics of 2020 when it was in 2021 and they got beat in the semifinals to Canada. She said, quote, U.S. soccer, <clears throat> they've kind of gone about this the wrong way. Vlatko Andonovsky was a nice guy, really nice guy. Just because you're nice doesn't mean you're going to win championships, though. You've got to make hard decisions. I look at my last Olympics. We had line changes up top because he couldn't choose out of all six veteran players. The three he wanted out there at all times. So what did we do? 
I play one game, Alex Morgan plays the next game, I play another, Alex plays. You can't do that. You've got to be tough. You've got to be direct. You've got to tell people what they need to hear, and they may not like it, but I think the whole mindset needs to be different. Hmm. But she just said that it's just, you know, she criticized the team for signing autographs. <clears throat> she said, I was on live and it came from the heart because I poured from the heart and soul out to that team. And the next morning coming in for production meetings, it's like, okay, I went real hard and I don't want people to think I don't care. I don't want to come in the next day and be talking about the situation, beating a dead horse again. I said what I said and I want people to understand that this is coming from a place of care. Okay, well, what's fundamentally long, wrong? And she says the youth system is messed up. And that soccer in America, they've turned the blind eye towards the girls' youth system because the national team is so good. She said, I think that, yes, they're talented, but are they really that talented? That's the question. I look at other teams, other players. Linda Caicedo, Columbia. Lauren James, England. The stuff that they're doing on the ball. It doesn't really compare to the players, and I think it's going to be a tricky thing with U.S. soccer. We used to be fit. We used to be mentally tough. Technically, technically okay, but now you have nothing. Wow. So, you know, and she said that these young stars like Mallory Swanson and even with the men with Christian Pulisic, she said they try to put too much pressure on these guys to be stars. But she said she saw a culture shift when she went off following their elimination in Tokyo, saying we didn't talk tactics after that game. We talked what's going on, what's the problem with coaches, and then we talked as a team, and I hadn't said anything all tournament long, and finally I just went off. I said to people, your Gucci shoes, your house, your cars, none of that comes unless you win on the field. So when your brand becomes bigger than the wanting to win, that's a problem. I want to be respected for what I did on the field, not for posing for a magazine or a swimsuit edition, none of that. I didn't even want to entertain that because I didn't want any bias towards who I was as a player, so I built my brand with how I wanted to be portrayed and to be seen so I wasn't wearing makeup, and I did turn down Dancing with the Stars. It's like, wow. And I did mention, too, that during the World Cup, every commercial was, here's... Megan Rapino, who sucked during this last World Cup. And she's an amazing player and had an amazing career, but she's over the hill. She was horrible. But every commercial, hey, it's Megan Rapino. It's Olivia, what's her name from Stanford? I mean, it's just on and on. So they asked her, okay, well, what do you want? She said, you almost need a Deion Sanders to come in and literally motivate the group. Make that group really uneasy, that none of them are safe, that any moment their spot could just be gone in a second. And you just got to get them totally thinking a different way. Hey, you know, I like it. I do. You know, she's, you know, it's not just, you know, unfortunately, I think a lot of times with our sports, is it's the whole thanks for the ride thing, which I used to always hate with A's fans. Thanks for the ride, Billy. What a fun ride. Thank you. No, the car blew up at the end. It was Thelma and Louise at the end. <clears throat> it's not good. But she concludes, everybody looks at the U.S. Women's National Team, and they think 23 best friends. Everybody gets along. 
No. It's the most dysfunctional group of players, but the most unbelievable environment to ever be in because you win. It's unhealthy. It's the grinding, the having to compete for spots, who's getting deals, and what person's on a commercial this week. So, you know, as I said, she had a lot to say. (laughs) And she also, if you want to talk about the other thing, she said she had enough of kneeling before games. And... um. She just said, uh, we had done it every game, and I knew that was going to be my last world championship game, so I wanted to stand. I kneeled all the other times. I just felt like I had done it five other times. I just wanted to stand for this one. That was it. There was no other thought or anything. She says, I'm sure because I was the only one standing and everyone else was kneeling, I just thought that we had done enough of the kneeling. I just wanted to stand for my last world championship game. In that moment, I just had enough of kneeling right before the game because we had done it for a whole year or so leading up. And I think people look into things too much. You're asking me, what was your reason? My reason is because I kneeled five other times in my last game. I just honed in. I wanted a medal. I wanted to focus on that. So... She said she had to have a conversation with Megan Rapino. She goes, it's not, nothing to do with you and Cap or the police or being gay or anything. So I think what we're getting here from Carly Lloyd is we're getting a very quotable, I just did it for 14 minutes, <laughs> a very quotable person who has a lot of uh, cachet because she did it. She lived it. She breathed it. She did it. And she's taken no prisoners. And she doesn't seem like she's kind of a happy-go-lucky. That's kind of good for media, and hopefully it'll be good for the national team as well. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. Would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it. And you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. And our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-617-5145. 800-617-5145. That's 800-617-5145. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. 
You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495. That's 800-788-1495. We all love children, and many of us have an old car, truck, or van in the driveway. Find the Children has a great way for you to put your unwanted vehicle to good use. Keep listening. Every year, thousands of kids go missing. Trust me, it's a parent's worst nightmare. When a child goes missing, every moment counts. And you need all of the help you can get. Find the Children is a nonprofit organization dedicated to locating missing children and bringing them home safely. You can help support their mission by donating your car, truck, van, or SUV. A towing company will come and pick up your car for free, running or not. And the donation of your car is tax deductible. Your help is providing the funds they need to continue their services. Call now, donate your old vehicle to find the children and get free pickup. Here's the number. drinking that haterade and bow down to ricky t y'all hey thank you for that and welcome back to the show bow down when i come to your town west side we have a busy hour three scheduled to appear we'll say jd sharp talking playoffs and nfl nfl films paul camarata and uh, we just added paul verzi helium philly He'll be joining us at 11.40. That's uh, Bill Burr's buddy. They do a football pod together. One little note about soccer as I was going on and on. Uh, Lionel Messi, now that Inter-Miami has missed out on the playoffs, he's talking about how he really needs a a break, especially after playing 90 minutes in Argentina's 2-0 win over Peru. He's retired more times than Tom Brady and uh, Sugar Ray Leonard combined. But they were talking about maybe he could get loaned out. You might remember when David Beckham finally left Real Madrid for the Los Angeles Galaxy. He got, quote-unquote, loaned out to AC Milan. And then when the season ended, he was like, yeah, I'd like to stay. And then Tim Lewicki said, no, you're coming back. And then Landon Donovan wrote in his book, David Beckham is unprofessional, and then he said, no one has ever called me that, and they had to have a head-to-head. But Messi is like, I'm not getting loaned out. I'm going to rest. All right, got another hour. Get on back.
don't have brain damage. <laughs> <laughs> Great way to end the show. USA News, I'm Corey Myers. The House of Representatives heading into yet another day without a speaker and likely another day of votes and Republican infighting and a failure to get enough support twice over for Judiciary Committee Chairman Jim Jordan. All House Democrats and 22 Republicans voted against Jordan's bid for speaker on Wednesday. That's two more GOP lawmakers voting against him than on Tuesday. All Democrats voted for Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries. House Majority Leader Steve Scalise announced the next votes in the House would not take place any earlier than noon today. Hundreds were arrested at the U.S. Capitol yesterday during a Palestinian protest. About 300 Jewish activists supporting Palestinians were taken into custody. A large group gathered in the Cannon House building rotunda and around the Capitol complex. The protesters were heard chanting, ceasefire now. I'm Dave Collins. Joran Vandersloot confessed to killing Natalie Holloway after she rejected his advances. Beth Holloway, Natalie's mother, is both shocked and relieved by the admission. After 18 years, Natalie's case is solved. As far as I'm concerned, it's over. Natalie was an 18-year-old celebrating her high school graduation in Aruba and went missing in 2005. Recently, Vandersloot was extradited from Peru to the U.S. to face charges of wire fraud and extortion for attempting to sell the location of Holloway's remains to her mother. As part of the U.S. plea deal, Vandersloot was obligated to provide information about the circumstances of Holloway's death. He admitted using a cinder block to kill her and then drag her body into the ocean. This is USA News. The inventor and CEO of MyPillow is always looking for ways to solve everyday problems. Have you ever picked up a towel set because it felt really soft in the store? But then when you go to use it, it's not very absorbent. It's basically a towel that's leaving you out to dry. That's why MyPillow has developed the MyPillow towels. Towels that work. I know, it's mind-blowing. Towels that actually dry you. The six-piece towels that includes two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. They come in a variety of colors. And right now, you can receive a six-piece set for only $39.98 with promo code USA. Go to MyPillow.com right now and click on the radio listener special. MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty and they have a 60-day money-back guarantee. To receive this amazing offer on the six-piece set of MyPillow towels, just go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener special and enter promo code USA or call 800-951-8175. That's MyPillow.com, promo code USA. The anticipated water loss at Lake Mead over the next year has been revised to be less severe than initially projected. The U.S. Bureau of Reclamation now estimates a drop of approximately nine feet in water level by next October. This outlook is over two and a half feet more favorable compared to the forecast from last month. This updated projection marks the inaugural forecast for the 2023 water year, which runs until the close of next September. Currently, Lake Mead stands at 1,066 feet above sea level. 
Today, 1019 a.m. Pacific time marks Great Shakeout Day in California, urging preparedness for earthquakes. Great Shakeout earthquake drills remind you to drop, cover, and hold on to protect yourself during an earthquake in most situations. The drill should take about a minute, but some schools and businesses may conduct more extensive drills, ranging from an hour to a full day. Cell phones with the Shake app installed will receive a text reminder. This year, families have been using the substantial savings accrued during the pandemic to attend live events and amusement parks, leading economists to coin the term funflation. The Bureau of Economic Analysis reports that Americans were projected to spend about $95 billion on tickets like movies, live entertainment and sporting events. I'm Corey Myers, USA News. This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8Side Network's outstanding eight-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Here, Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. One out of two Americans thinks their life is worthy of a book. Here's another startling stat. You may be one of the 15% of people who bothered to start your book and one of the 6% that got halfway through it, but your gem of an idea likely died or did it. Some published authors are making significant money. So join the ranks of the successful people that finish their books with help from Dorrance Publishing. Call right now and our experienced editors and writers will explain to you what it's going to take to get your book completely written, published, and then taken to market to sell it. It's a free consultation, so call right now. Find out how much time and money it takes to finally get that book idea of yours published. Make your dreams happen. Call Doran's Publishing right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that. Welcome back to this show. Coming up on the other side of the break, J.D. Sharp talk MLB playoffs and TNF. I've had enough of TNF. Thursday Night Football, NFL Films, Paul Camarada. Not one, not two, not three. Twelve Emmys, NFL Films. Yes, Paul Verzi. He knows his football. He'll be at Helium Philly. Stand-up comedian. They'll be 1140. There was a little hubbub down in uh, Phoenix because the cheapest ticket to Game 3 of the NLCS yesterday was $12. And uh, right now, as it stands, uh, StubHub has $17 tickets. Something called TickPick has $15 tickets. For comparison, Game 2 in Philly, Citizens Bank Park, standing room only, $450. So, 
Uh, <laughs> it's like, you want to fly out to Phoenix? We'll never be able to afford it. Well, the tickets we have. Anyway. Yeah. Absolutely. So, I mean, look, it's, uh, it's, some people will say, move the team. What an indictment. How horrific. Um, I think it's great. Because $450 to go to any event sucks. The most I ever paid in my life was $300 for a World Cup game. And that was worth every penny. But still, $450. A lot of people don't have that kind of money laying around. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So I'm sure Phoenix will get some hubbub. How can your tickets be $15? That makes no sense. Um, You say, yeah, it does. 100 cents per dollar. Woo! How about them cents? Bueller. Uh, Twitch.tv. How you doing there? I'm on the high def camera. I'm on the Mexican. Whoa, radio. And uh, American Forces Radio Network. Tune in app, iHeartRadio app. Stitcher app as well. And uh, the Twitter is at Rick Tittle. We got another hour. Come on back. Here's a message just for the attorneys out there. So you passed the bar, joined a firm, or even built your own. Now are you finding out that you're doing more administration than actual law practice? Lexicon can help. Lexicon is a legal technology provider with over a decade of experience streamlining administrative tasks like timekeeping, billing, and more. So you can focus on maximizing billable hours and increasing client satisfaction. Call 855-4-LEXICON or visit lexiconservices.com slash go to learn more. This is a true sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend, and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. Can your IRA stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is at our doorsteps? By allocating a percentage of your IRA into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from turbulent markets and economic downturns by putting your IRA back on the gold standard. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA. The only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Call now for your free gold and silver report. Protect your IRA today with one simple phone call and learn how to qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. Call Genesis Gold Group, empowering faith-driven stewardship. 800-211-6008. 800-211-6008. 800-211-6008. 
That's 800-211-6008. This is J.D. Sharp. I've been developing a revolutionary sports handicapping service, and you can be a part of the beta. Sign up at BetUS.com with a deposit of as little as $50 and use the promo code SHARPBETTING. Email a screenshot of your account to WorldwideSharp at gmail.com and I'll reply personally with my plays. My NFL record this season was an industry best 72 and 33, and this is the only way to know all my plays the moment I make them. Let's keep making money together. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a key so handsome. He's a genius. Coming up next, Rick Tittle. All right. Thank you for that. And welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast. And uh, we're looking for JD. We can't find him. So let me break it down. Pick him up and break him down. First game. Tonight, and yes, we have two games tonight. Heck, they begin at 2 o'clock out here in California. Um, It's going to be the Diamondbacks hoping to bounce back annihilated in Philly 10 to nothing. And uh, they were on a real super run, and they ran into a buzzsaw. Phillies, the defending champs in that league. <clears throat> and the Phillies have been pitching their butts off. They've only given up eight earned runs as a staff the entire playoffs. That's good for a 1-3-9 ERA. And they've been blistering at the plate. 284 as a team. That's insane. I know it's not a lot of games, but that is a high batting average as a team. Normally you'd think maybe one or two guys would have that. Now, for the Diamondbacks... The ERA isn't horrific as a team in the playoffs, a three eight four, but they're only batting two twenty six as a team. That's Oakland A's offense, so they need to pick that number up if they want to uh, win this series. Fott is going to go for Arizona against uh, Suarez, and Fott has the daunting task to subdue this Homer happy team because the Phillies in their past four playoff games. 15 home runs. That is the most in the history of MLB playoffs in four games. 15. Philadelphia has homered three times each in the first two in this series. Kyle Schwarber went deep in the game one victory Monday, homered twice the next night in that 10-0 one. Schwarber's multi-homer performance was the fourth by a Philadelphia player this postseason because Nicholas Castellanos has already done it twice, and Bryce Harper did it in Game 3 in the NLDS. All of those were in front of a very raucous, crazy Citizens Bank Park. So now, as I said, we go out to the Valley of the Sun. Right? And Pfott said, I think the ballpark and fans play a big factor. When you look at Philadelphia, it's pretty extreme. In the NLDS, it was extreme when we played here. So I think bringing the momentum on our side and bringing our fans is going to be big. By the way, he has not faced the Phillies yet in his career. He's given up 22 home runs in 96 innings. He did keep the Dodgers in the park in his last outing, four and a third scoreless on October 11th. 
But the Diamondbacks won that contest, and they swept the Dodgers in the NLDS, and then Arizona followed that up by batting 129 and striking out 23 times in those games in Philly. Toy Lavillo, Diamondbacks manager, Sparky Anderson once said, best player ever, just you watch. He said, you know, our mindset is one game, one win. One well-played game could lead us to one win, and we're right back in the series. It's a long journey. We're taking that mindset, and we just have to play our best game Thursday and see where that takes us. Um, just got a suggestion that tomorrow is so full, I might want to do Rick's picks now. I can't do it. I got these games to break down. I'll squeeze in the Rick's picks. We got beginnings and ends of segments. And plus, somebody won't show up tomorrow. <laughs> it's just when you have 500, 500 guests. Thanks for the suggestion. I don't think so. But Lavulo also said that Zach Allen will not start tomorrow on short rest, no matter what happens tonight. So even if their backs are against the wall. Uh Rob Thompson has not. He's the Phillies manager. Yes, I know. I never heard of him, too. What? He did not say who he was pitching for game four, but we know that Ranjer Suarez, 1-0 with a 1-0-4, is going tonight. And um, Suarez said we want to compete. Oh, complete what we didn't complete last year, which is to win the World Series. Last year, we were not an experienced team in the playoffs. We were a young team, in my opinion. We didn't have much experience in NLCS, World Series, anything like that. We're a more compact team this year, and I think overall we're a better team. Again, we're ready to finish the job this time. And he had two starts in the NLDS against the Braves, one run in eight and two-thirds. Of course, that just shows you once again how horrifying... The Braves disappointed their fan base and really all of baseball, right? Um, the Phillies, though, <clears throat> this is something that's jinxy. And you you don't want to say these things out loud, but they did. So it sucks if you're a Philly fan who believes in jinxes, which are real. Totally. And uh, basically, uh, Garrett Stubbs, the backup catcher, uh, said, uh, if we win, we will be beelining for that pool in right field. Eh. Now, earlier this month, the president of the D-backs, Derek Hall, says he's not going to stand in the way if the other team does that because he says they have the right to celebrate wherever and however they want. Wait a minute. Derek Hall said that? This is the guy who 10 years ago, when the Dodgers celebrated in the pool, called them a completely classless organization. And then in 2017, they put a mounted guard in the way. We do have J.D.? All right, we have J.D. from ProWagering and ProWagering.com. J.D., I just have about three minutes. Tonight, you've got uh, Pfott versus Suarez. The Phillies have only given up eight Earned runs all playoffs. They had 15 home runs in the last four games. They're batting almost 300 as a team. Does Arizona have a chance to win a game tonight? I don't think so. I don't think so. I called the Astros last night. I feel pretty good about that. Same same thing tonight. I I, I mean, Fott, is, he's just not very good. The Phillies are really, really strong. I think I think the Phillies are geared up to, to win this whole thing. I think we're looking at an Astros. I'm not going to say Rangers. I'm going to say Astros, Phillies, World Series. They'll be really well watched, and I think the Phillies run away with it. 
Yeah, good call on Scherzer last night. You said he wouldn't have it, and you were right there. He did not have it. He was pretty bad. All right. Well, then let's take a look at the Astros. And I don't care who wins this series. I was happy Houston won because I just wanted somebody to cool off these damn Rangers. It gives us less baseball games if they keep sweeping. Uh, Tonight, uh, Andrew Haney, the former Angel, will be going up against Jose Urquidy. Houston has all these young, homegrown uh, pitchers. Your thoughts there in Dallas? Your Keedy. I mean, your Keedy's a he's a he's a gamer. He's always been good in the playoffs. Haney has no experience whatsoever. What he played for the Rangers forever, the Yankees for a little bit when they were bad, maybe the Dodgers for a little bit last year. Yeah, I'll take I'll take the seasoned vet. Not even seasoned, but the, the guy that's got the experience with with the, the the freak show team of bats. I mean, or Alvarez, Bregman, Brantley, Tucker. I mean, their team is just insane. So yeah, I'll take uh, I'll take the Astros again tonight, Rick. All right, and uh, in less than a minute. TNF, Jags at Saints, apparently Trevor Lawrence in his neck, they think he will play. That's a huge thing, whether he goes or not. What do you think about tonight? Who have the Saints played? Who have they beaten? They beat, Almost. They went to New England and won 28 nothing, but New England stinks. Yeah, exactly. They, <laughs> lost, they got blasted. They got blasted by the Bucks. Um, I'll, take, I'll take the Jags here. I like this defense a lot. I like T-Law, whether Zay Jones is playing or not. Now, will it go over 40? I don't know. All these games are kind of going under. But uh, Derek Carr doesn't handle pressure well. Dennis Allen's not a great coach. I'll take the Jags in this one. There is J.D. Sharp, pro-wagering, prowagering.com. He gets in and he gets out. Thanks, man. Hey, thanks a lot, Rick. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We will take a quick break, and we will come on back with NFL Films' Paul Camarata. of two Americans thinks their life is worthy of a book. Here's another startling stat. You may be one of the 15% of people who bothered to start your book and one of the 6% that got halfway through it, but your gem of an idea likely died or did it. Some published authors are making significant money. So join the ranks of the successful people that finish their books with help from Dorrance Publishing. Call right now and our experienced editors and writers will explain to you what it's going to take to get your book completely written, published, and then taken to market to sell it. It's a free consultation, so call right now. Find out how much time and money it takes to finally get that book idea of yours published. Make your dreams happen. Call Doran's Publishing right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. 
I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trustpilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. 800-867-6917 Teams have four attempts to move the ball 10 yards. So if you see a graphic on your screen that says first and 10, that means it's the team's first attempt to get 10 yards. crazy. Use a D-O-G. And if you was my man, I would have been kicked you out of my house by now. This is what had happened. All right. I'll thank you for that. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on American Forces Radio Network. Just hearing that music reminded me of NFL films as a kid. The Autumn Wind is a Pirate, John Facenda, and then Harry Callis. And uh, Monday Night Football was the only time we could see highlights in the 70s at halftime. And then in the 80s with Lynn Dawson, Nick Bonacconti inside the NFL. NFL Films is where it's at. With Hard Knocks, they just keep getting better with the, the Sables. And we bring in now a guy who has held up that standard and raised it himself because he has won 12 Emmys. It's Paul Camarata. He is the producer of the MGM Plus original docu-series, NFL Icon. Season 3 will be premiering on Saturday. It's four parts this year. It's going to be Jim Brown, Bill Cower, Charles Woodson, and Mike Singletary. First of all, I know that's a long introduction, Paul, but I'm a big fan. <laughs> and uh, Just first of all, what's it like when, you know, we, we expect nothing but the best from NFL films? I guess that's, that's kind of a mouth-watering thing, but it's also a lot of pressure on you guys, huh? Well, thanks for having me, Rick. Uh, it is it is some pressure to uphold the standard, uh, like Mike Mike Tomlin likes to say. The standard is the standard; you have to embrace it. Um, but I think the the beautiful thing is the opportunity lies in all the greatness we stand upon. 
uh, in the work that the Sables did and everybody that followed them. You know, the great producers of the past who were my mentors, the guys like Bob Ryan and Doc Seidman, and you might not know their names, but you know their work because they're all, they're all, they were the creators of all the things that you quoted and, uh, and the capture of all that history and the films that they made as examples, uh, kind of created this, this language of sports storytelling, uh, that we have the chance to, to learn from and to hopefully expand upon when we create a series like NFL Icon. So it's a great opportunity, I think, as much or more than it is a, uh, any kind of uh, challenge. Let's just start with this season. I mentioned Jim Brown, and that one, you, you could do eight hours on him. I mean, not just an NFL icon, a, a great American, a civil rights icon. He was one, you could, you could make a great argument of the greatest football player uh, of all time. And of course, you know, in the news, he'd passed away recently as well, probably while you were working on this. So how do you approach when there are so many different ways and angles to look at the great Jim Brown? I think you try to lean into what the obvious accomplishments are because just the things in the big headlines, the big and bold, and you were already alluding to some of them, demonstrate, you know, if there was any one of those accomplishments, you, you'd marvel at what someone had, had done with their life. But in the case of Jim Brown, yeah, it's multiple films worth of, of a lifetime. You know, an icon is a football player, the NFL's all-time leading rusher. Uh, even before that, um, uh, just a remarkable college athlete at Syracuse, played four sports, played lacrosse at a time when very few people played lacrosse, um, but was remarkable at that. And then leaves early, you know, does the early retirement, or what we would call the early in terms of a pro athlete still at the peak of his career, uh, goes, into, goes to Hollywood, breaks ground there. Uh, and at the same time uh, as the Hollywood work, he, he's already doing the, what would become sort of the third act of his life, and arguably maybe the most important, which was the activism the civil rights work, the working with gang leaders in Los Angeles. Uh, the guy lived multiple lives within his, his, uh, his, his uh, time here with us. And so to tell a story like that, you really want to find those high points and wrangle them in a way that you, you, you showcase how amazing it is that one person can, can do so many things. And, and it must be said, you know, has adversity too, uh, has some challenges that he himself talked about over the years and that you'll hear about in the film, some of which he brought upon himself. But Having that adversity, uh, overcoming it, learning from it, and hopefully, hopefully, uh, having others learn from those lessons are all part of the picture. So it it is a big picture, and you do your best to just wrangle it in a way that's compelling and and uh, still feels relevant. You know, fifty, sixty years after he played. Second uh, episode on Charles Woodson, who I, I kind of look at his career in, in in three chunks. You know, the the amazing high school player, and then wins the Heisman as a defensive player. Then he comes to the NFL. The Raiders go to the Super Bowl. They they lose. There's some petulance going on. He gets he gets benched, and then they ship him off to Green Bay. And you wonder what's going to happen. Well, he completely uh, went on the straight and narrow with the discipline. Became the the player of the year on defense. Comes back to the Raiders. Such an elder statesman. And this was when I was covering him, doing the the pre and post on the radio. And even in these games where. You know, the Raiders are down 30 to nothing, and Woodson's going to retire. He's still sticking his head in when he doesn't have to. I mean, the, the commitment to play football from this guy, Charles Woodson 3.0, was amazing. No, I think, it, and, and hearing him talk and studying his career and the experience we've had working with him at films over the years where he's been in the presence of other players, particularly those who are either his peers or those who followed him, the reverence that other football players have 
for Charles Woodson uh, can't be overstated. I think the way he played the game, I think the way he carried himself, I mean, the, the relationship and the fashion in which he connected with Raider fans, um, you know, at the time in Oakland, and I think still to this day, very much so in Las Vegas, he is, you know, he, he, he believes himself to be a Raider. He still is appreciative and grateful for Al Davis picking him and bringing him into the NFL. And that was a fidelity that I don't think it's ever left him in, in terms of his, uh, his feelings toward that uh, organization. And so I think he really, my take was he really felt a calling to um, embrace the, uh, the mystique of that, that organization, the leadership of someone like Al Davis, an icon uh, in and of himself, and then to pass that forward in the players that he was with in the locker room and you know, the players that he can touch today. So, yeah, again, another guy that it's funny, too, when you, depending on your age, sometimes you see a guy's whole career, especially when you're old enough to watch him almost grow up in front of you, as opposed to like a Jim Brown in my case who sort of came before me. Sometimes you don't realize it as it's happening at the time, but that's one of the, the neat uh, more than need. I mean, it's a, it's an inspiring thing to look back through the lens of history uh, on, on a guy's career and have him ask him to look back on it 10, 15 years afterwards and see with that perspective what he was really all about, you know, both both what it meant to him and what he meant to others. Yeah, and I, I'm not young, but I think the Steelers have had three head coaches in my lifetime. <laughs> and Bill, right. Bill Cower is episode three, a Pittsburgh native, and you know, got that Super Bowl uh, that, uh, you know, the first coach after Chuck Knoll. And I think a lot of people forget that is that he's from Pittsburgh and just how young he was when he got that job. Yeah, and, and, and successful right away. I think it's something like, don't quote me on this, although it is in the film and it is correct. I'm just trying to get it right. I think he took them to the playoffs like either his first six years or six of the first set, something like that. I mean, he was successful immediately. And, of course, folks were very focused on the championship games they lost, but they're in the playoffs. They're in multiple championship games, you know. And and he's that's where his persistence that that was wired. It was you know his relentlessness really shown. You know he had the talent to to turn the team around and make them successful, but he had the the wherewithal to grind through those big disappointments and stay you know stay with his foot and his nose to the grindstone, his foot on the pedal. All the metaphors and it's terrible, but but he, he stayed at it right. And so years later he does get them over them over the hump. And when they finally did it, by the way. They were a wild card team. They're going on the road. You know, they're upsetting teams. They're showing all those all those elements of Cowher's personality, and finally uh, getting that trophy and, and hoisting it for the Steeler fans. So I think Cowher's story is one of both youth and skill, but also um, a wisdom and sort of an old school work ethic, all kind of intersecting to to uh, elevate him to what he became in history. You know, he, he became a Pro Football Hall of Famer, uh, and I think. When he's losing those first couple championship games, people might have thought he was going to wash out, you know, move, go to a different organization. But you know, Cowher's Cowher's not built that way. And I think uh, history again, history has shown us that he really is a unique, um, a unique, influential part of pro football. And we unfortunately we only have about a minute. But the last episode, Mike Singletary, as a player, you know, one of the greatest linebackers of all time. With San Francisco, I think he struggled with the fact that. You know, the players maybe weren't as committed as he was. He built this hill down in Santa Clara. You know, he dropped his pants. He sent Vernon Davis to the locker room. He had to kind of come to terms with the modern athlete, I think. I think what was amazing about his interview, I had the pleasure to interview him for that show, and the candor with which he talked about those challenges and the evolution that he had, that he went through and the realizations he went through. He was He was just... Singletary so reflective and passionate and a deep thinker, but you know he probably people they just think of him as this old school linebacker. He had such a growth mindset about the way he approached his career and the way he reflected on it that I think he was he struck me as a guy who was at peace with 
you know, how he approached the game and, and how the game changed. Um, but he, he, his love and his emotion for it, I think, is one thing that didn't wane over the years. You know, he just he loved pro football and he loved the ability to to teach. And uh, you know, I think that's what made him such a remarkable middle linebacker guy in the huddle, uh, but also ultimately a coach and again another Hall of Famer who who helped change players and coaches' lives. There is Paul Camarada. He's got 12 Emmys, and he knows how to do an interview. He gets in and he gets out. MGM <laughs> Plus, the original docuseries NFL Icon Season 3 from NFL Films. It's going to be debuting this uh, Saturday with the uh, Jim Brown episode. Paul, great stuff you guys do over there. Congratulations on another good season. Appreciate the time, Rick. It's great talking to you guys, and I uh, hope you all enjoy the show. Yes, no doubt about it. You know, when I think of Mike Singletary, too, I remember one time when he was with the Bears, he got interviewed, and he was wearing these glasses, and the glasses were, he has these, you know, puffy cheeks, and his glasses were sitting on his cheeks, and every time he talked, his glasses would go up and down with his cheeks moving, and I wanted to say, why don't you get those little nose things so they don't sit on your cheeks? These are the things I remember. These are the days of your lives. Paul Verzi next. Come on back. to 25 times your money this football season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of statistics, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and an enormous selection of players and stat options are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million football fans who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com/byline and use code byline. That's code byline. At prizepicks.com slash byline for a first deposit matchup to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little known truths about annuities like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845, 800-760-1845, 800-760-1845, 800-760-1845, that's 800-760-1845. If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. 
billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. 800-725-1651. 800-725-1651. That's 800-725-1651. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. Can I be real with you right now? I mean, like, really, really real? Yes. I just thought about going out there for the second half, and a little bit of pee came out. Rick Tittle, you done broke my heart, but I still take you back. You hella fine. Aw, girl, you know what? I feel bad that I called you horrific. I love that lie by Greg Glienna the other day. We were talking about Emo Phillips. (laughs) Emo Phillips said I walked by a construction site and there was a guy hammering a nail and he called me a paranoid little freak in Morse code. That is a great line, no doubt. All right, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, nationally syndicated and coast to coast around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. And uh, over the last decades, having so many comedians come in here, sign the wall. Uh, never had Paul Verzi until today, and we're quite happy to have him. He's going to be at uh, Helium Philly uh, headlining this weekend. Make sure to get out there. One of the great clubs uh, in America Paul, welcome to the show. And is I, I kind of think at this stage of your career, when people hear Paul Verzi, they think Bill Burr. Is that a double-edged sword? Because on the one hand, you're like, hey, I'm a comedian in my own right. But on the other hand, you're like, oh, cool, you hang out with Burr. Uh, well, first of all, no, thanks for having me. No, I mean, I haven't really opened up for Bill Burr in six years. So I think because Bill, you know, has spoke highly of me and Bill has, you know, I, I was one of the guys that Bill said was kind of one of the next guys in the in the game to to you know to to move up and stuff. People, you know, anytime you got a, a big guy like that, a guy that's like you know one of the top guys, you know, people always will be like, "Oh, I heard what's his name talk about you." But I look at it as you know, I'm, I'm all good with it, man. You know, it's, it's, there's worse things to have than uh, <laughs> one of the best comedians ever. You know, uh, talking highly of you, so it's it's all good. And we do a podcast together. We do a, a sports podcast together uh, called Anything Better. So, you know, uh, people obviously see that as well. No doubt. And if you listen to uh, Bill's Monday Morning, you you know that he, and we're about the same age, and has an amazing knowledge of sports that very few comedians that I've interviewed have. I mean, uh, you'd have to talk like Sam Murill with Knicks. Or, I mean, he just has an amazing knowledge of sports and so with you because you're also great with sports and you get that boston new york thing 
uh, you know, Red Sox, Yankees, Celtics, Knicks. Uh, what, what have you guys ever? Because you know, uh, Bill will get into it. What, what's like the worst argument you ever had on the anything better? Um, uh, you know, I, I I don't know if I would say it was anything better, but there was one time where um, we had an argument over who was better, uh, Joe Montana or Tom Brady, and I was actually on the side of Tom Brady at the time. This is when Brady had only three rings. And um, I think Bill has gone over to the Tom Brady side now. But when he had three rings, I said he was the best ever. And we, I remember I was in, um, I was in College Station, I was in Penn State. And this was kind of around the paternal thing. And I remember being on the phone with Bill, and I, I checked into this hotel, and like I stopped the conversation because I was like, dude, this hotel sucks, man. Like, they got like carpeting from like 1980. So like, I was like, what am I even doing here? And Bill's like, why don't you go check into another hotel then? Like, go, don't, don't do that to yourself. Like, go get a better hotel. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go get a better hotel. And then I ended up sitting on the bed finishing the argument. We screamed at each other for three hours that by the time the argument was over, I couldn't even check into another hotel. I had to stay in that hotel because we just screamed at each other for three hours. And I'm like, I can't, I got to just deal with this 1987 hotel. So uh, that was probably the worst argument that we've got into on anything better. We're a lot of times on the same side, but sometimes we go back and forth, you know? Yeah, that's, that can be gold for the listener though. Um, Oh, for sure. When you did your last special, it was interesting that you had Pete Davidson direct it, right? What was that like? Yeah, well, Pete was, uh, you know, Pete, um, I was somebody that became one of Pete's favorite comedians. Pete was young. He was like, I mean, he's still young, but like when I'm talking like he was like 16, 17, 18 years old, hanging out in the clubs. And um, he saw me perform at Caroline's on Broadway. Mm-hmm. And I remember he just took a like, and he's like, hey, man, you became one of my favorite comedians. So we were friends, and I remember when I was going to do the special, he was like, hey, man, I'd love to direct it. And I was like, I didn't even know what that meant. I'm like, dude, how do you direct a comedy? Are you going to just hold the camera? Like, I didn't even know <laughs> what directing a comedy special meant because I'm just up on one stage, and, you know, there's no scenes. It's just me telling jokes for an hour. But um, he was fantastic, man. He knew how I moved. He knew the stories. He, he, you know, Pete's a super smart kid, so, like, he was able to listen to the hour once, and then after he listened to it once, he knew my mannerisms during the hour when I would tell a story or something. When a punchline was coming, he knew for a camera angle to come in. So all that stuff was really cool. I actually learned a lot about it just by the stuff that they did. Um, but, no, that was, that was really cool, man, to, to have him want to uh, do that because he was a fan of mine was, was super cool. One of my favorite things to do, I usually go to New York and uh, every year and and you know, do those three clubs in, in the village, the, um, the VU and the, the cellar and the black, fat black, and then, you know, bounce around, whether the strip, Gotham, wh- whatever. For you, you know, as a, as a local, did you have to get a couple wrecks for Esty and Liz? Like, how, who were the guys that wrecked you to get you into the cellar? Well, the cellar is a cool story because what happened was years and years ago, um, she had heard about me from some comedians and then she called me and she said, people are talking about you. Why don't you come and do an audition? And I did. And I had a really good set. And, um, not too many people know this. This is actually a very rare, it's a great question. It's a very rare story and it has not happened at the cellar. From my understanding, it's almost me. I might be one or two or one or three, one of three people that had this happen to. So I did an audition. It was good. And she's just like waiting. Cause what happens is when you audition for something like that, you wait to talk to her afterwards. And she just stands there and you're kind of just standing there and you're like, all right, what, what's going to, what's going on? And she's like, yeah, she's like, I put you on very late. 
I'd like to see you on an early show. Because I auditioned at like one thirty in the morning. It was still packed. It was still great. But she was like, oh, you know, um, you talked about your family, and I'd like you to do that on an early show, which was confusing to me because I had just had a daughter, and I'm going to talk about what's on my mind. You know, I don't care what a booker wants me to talk about or what time of night it is. I'm going to go up and I'm going to kill regardless of what time. And I don't say that arrogantly, but that's my plan. I'm not going to go up there and say, oh, I'm talking about family stuff, so I'll save that for early show. No, right. I just did it. Long story short, I didn't, um, she didn't, she didn't really get back to me. And then I was like, well, I had a good audition. I go, well, you know what? I'm never auditioning there again. I'm never going to go in there again. And then I just put it out there. I said, the only way I'm ever going to do the seller is if they call me and invite me to do it. And, and I'm not never auditioning again. So I was working the stand. I was working all of the clubs. And sure enough, one day I come home and I got a text message, uh, from Esty at the cellar and she said uh hey a bunch of people want you to work uh, our club in vegas and in the meantime if you want to work the clubs in new york here just give me your avails and i gave my avails and i've been a regular ever since so uh it kind of worked out i just literally was like i'm not going back there until they call me they're going to hear enough about me doing good things and sure enough that's what happened that's really cool actually uh, i know this this interview is about you but I had a similar thing um, about 12 years ago. I was I had like a half-hour on-air audition for a station here in San Francisco, and the program director said, all I want to hear is Giants. I'm just letting you know. And I went on for three hours, and I just talked to A's, and he still hired me because you have to do what you do, you know? And so I right. totally I, I get it. Yeah, yeah. It's like you can't, like, a lot of times they think they know what they want, and, and that being like the gatekeepers but it's like they don't know it's like i'm gonna go up and i'm gonna do you know my instinct and and your instincts take over like the other night i was at the gotham and there was just a bunch of nfl players there because i was there for the louis uh the louis cologne uh, i'm sorry willie cologne uh foundation willie cologne he won a super bowl with the steelers he played for the jets and the patriots and um it was a great cause lupus and all that stuff and we went on and you know cc sabathia's in the crowd and willie cologne and bart scott and nick mangold and all these like ex-players and everything and part of me is like should i not talk about this because i'm out of state and then all of a sudden you go up there and you're like no i'm gonna i'm gonna talk about uh, abortion and make it funny I'm, i don't care that you know and sure enough they're laughing and they're clapping their heads because i was prepared and i had a good joke about it so i i totally get like that's the thing about what we do, whether you're talking sports or whether you're talking anything, if you have like a mode where you want to go into something, you got to do it. And, and that's, uh, I mean, listen, that could have went really bad, um, <laughs> but it didn't. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it's true. Yeah. And, and also, you know, I, and you know, not to tee up your, your sets or your chunks or your bits, but as a, as a Catholic growing up, I, I love the thing about St. Peter, you know, someone dies every second. And he thought he got a good oh, gig. Yeah. <laughs> He's got the, the, no days off, not even a second off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was funny because I remember Googling like how often somebody died. I think it was like 1.7 seconds, and I'm going, dude, this guy's job. If this guy's at the pearly gates, I mean, he's just it, it's just eternal work. And, uh, yeah, uh, a lot of people really like that. You know what was funny is I haven't done that because once I do an hour, I put it out, it's done. You sure. know, I'm like, I'm not one of these. And I was on stage not long ago, and they were, like, yelling from the crowd, do the St. Peter. And I was like, ma'am, I don't even think I know it um, <laughs> anymore. Like, I don't know. And I tried to do it. I did a version of it, but uh, I appreciate that. Yeah, that's one people like. I, I love the fact that's when you know you're a good comedian, when you forget a good bit. I remember years ago, Ian Carmel was in here, and I said, just in between commercials, we were off the air. I go, I love the that you were too fat 
for the Holocaust that the Germans wouldn't be interested. And he's like, what is it? I go, your bit. And he went, yeah. Oh, he goes, how does it go? And then I did it for him. He's like, yeah. oh, I got to do that again. He forgot his own <laughs> hilarious bit. Oh, that happens all the time. Like, cause once I do it and once it's out there, like the Netflix special that's out there right now, nocturnal admissions, which is doing great. Thank God. But like, I can't remember. I mean, it's been out for only a year and I really can't remember. Like, I know some of the bits when I listen, but like once that's done and out there, the main goal, if you want to grow as a comic, is the next hour. And, and that's what I'm bringing to, um, to Philadelphia this week. I'm bringing a brand new hour, not one minute from the special. But I never wanted to be the guy that people are like, you know, you're just going to go and do the, do the hits. Like, I, I never wanted to do that. I wouldn't be in comedy if that was it. You know, it's different than like, you know, you go see Billy Joel, you know Piano Man's coming out. It's like, I can't do that as <laughs> right. a comic. You know? Yeah. No, I, I know how you feel. Like Chris Porter says, wherever he goes, they go, do Taco Bell. It's like, ah, oh, 15-year-old yeah. bit. Yeah. All right, everybody, make sure to check out Paul Verzi at Helium Comedy Club. Go to heliumcomedy.com for your tickets in Philly. And, Paul, if you're ever out here at the uh, Punchline or Cobbs, come on by and uh, come in the studio. We'd love to have you, man. I'd love to be there, Rick. Thanks so much, man. I really appreciate it. I will be there, so we'll, we'll be reaching out. Awesome. Good stuff. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break, and there's time to get in if you want to jump at 1-800-878-PLAY. children and many of us have an old car truck or van in the driveway find the children has a great way for you to put your unwanted vehicle to good use keep listening every year thousands of kids go missing trust me it's a parent's worst nightmare when a child goes missing every moment counts and you need all of the help you can get find the children is a nonprofit organization dedicated to locating missing children and bringing them home safely you can help support their mission by donating your car truck van or suv a towing company will come and pick up your car for free, running or not, and the donation of your car is tax deductible. Your help is providing the funds they need to continue their services. Call now, donate your old vehicle to find the children and get free pickup. Here's the number. 800-670-7830. 800-670-7830. That's 800-670-7830. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. Have you been diagnosed with cancer? Do you use pesticides in your job? Specifically Roundup. Roundup, made by Monsanto, contains a chemical called glyphosate, which has been linked to cancer. If you've used Roundup and you have cancer, you may be entitled to a cash award. Over $10 billion has been set aside to pay users of Roundup who've been diagnosed with cancer. Time is almost running 
out to file your claim. So if you've been diagnosed with cancer and you've used Roundup, call the Legal Helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And time to file is almost gone, so please call right now. 800 535 Roll One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153. What kind of music do you usually have here? Oh, we got both kinds. We got country and western. Tittle ate 200 chicken wings at your mama's house last night. Now, back to Fat Boy. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. I was just looking at the Helium lineup this week in Philly, seeing Ryan Goodcase. I just saw, I was just a judge at the San Francisco comedy competition. So, good for, they're all working guys. All right, Mickey Mantle fans, that's Bob Costas, Jason Giambi's dad, and many millions others. His childhood home in uh, Oklahoma, Commerce, I believe, they're going to be selling it piecemeal. They're going to be selling 47,000 shares starting on October 27th for $7 each. And the guy who's selling it, Rob Petrazzo, says to us, this is one of the pieces that really trace back to the history of Mickey Mantle, the genesis of his career, really the genesis of modern baseball, because he was one of the first superstars that was kind of larger than life. This is where it all started. And so he wanted to give everybody a chance. It's right on Route 66, get your kicks in commerce. 319 South Quincy Street, or as they say in Boston, Quincy. The total offering will be $329,000. It does not look like much from the outside. I see the drone shot, maybe a helicopter, maybe a crane. And it is just a teeny weeny little box. It's well known that his father wanted Mickey to be a baseball player even before he was born. Um, How many times was he an all-star? 20 times. And yes, he passed away in the 90s. And this uh, little place, Petrazzo says, quote, a lot of it is untouched and that is a lot of the mystique about it. 
That's what makes it special. When you go inside the home, it hasn't really been lived in in around 20, 25 years. So much of the furniture, the entire kitchen, the doors, a lot of the windows, the barn, it's been untouched since the equivalent of about 80 years when Mano lived there. I think that's the biggest thing you notice when you walk inside. It really is a time capsule. It's one that has withstood the test of time. Commerce is a community of about 2,500 people, and uh, they just said they want to make sure everybody gets a part of it. So for $7, you can be part owner of Mickey Mantle's team. And why is it $7? That was his number. Did I need to say that out loud? I think so. Uh, We'll be back tomorrow. Packed show, 9 a.m. See you then.